your attention, please. Worship will be starting in one minute. Please take this opportunity to prepare your hearts for worship and to be seated. And don't forget to put your cell phones on silent. shall rejoice and be glad that we are there in it. It's nobody but God that has allowed us to come into his household this morning. So we come in to praise the Lord. We come in to praise the Lord. We come in to praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen. We will now have our choir processional in. Amen.
to introduce to some, present to some and introduce others, the mistress of ceremonies for today. Uh, she is a wife, a mother, a friend, but most importantly, she is a woman of God. It is my pleasure to introduce to you our mistress of ceremony, Sister Sharon Murphy. Amen.
welcome you to our annual Thursday celebration. And I pray that something is said or done in the spirit that will have you to worship with us in spirit and in truth. You are welcome. presence Lord with our arms open wide with lifted hands and with open hearts we welcome you to
scripture by Latoya Murdoch and prayer following by Sister Dora Jackson and then another selection from the choir. Good morning. Today we have two scriptures for Women's Day, and the first one will be coming from Hebrews chapter 9, verses 14 through 15. If you're able to, please stand in reverence to God's word, and I pray that these scriptures will anoint your heart. Again, that is Hebrews chapter 9, verses 14 through 15, and I'll be reading from the New King James Version. How much more shall the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. The next scripture is coming from Psalms chapter 51, verses 10 through 12. Psalms chapter 51, verses 10 through 12. Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart. O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me. Restore me. The joy, the joy of my salvation. And uphold me by your generous spirit. That is the reading of God's word. Thank you. Bless the women 
and give them the boldness that they need. Sometimes we see things that we don't want to, we don't want to call it to attention, but God says it's your, it's your duty to do it. And sometimes it's not going to be a good thing, but it's necessary. And when you do it, you're not going to always be in a good lighting. But then as long as you're in God's good lighting, you don't worry about it. You just go ahead and do what you need to do. And that goes for you, everybody that you come in contact with. That goes for your family as well. You have to do it. You have to do it. And when you're children, you have to do the same thing. And if you do it right, then God will bless what you're trying to do. I didn't think one time that I would get as old as I've gotten, but you see a lot of things. And then God lets you see the blessings come through. I see the blessings come back through my children. Things that they didn't like to hear, now they're bringing it back to me. Mama, I remember when you told me this, and you told me that. Those are things. That's why God said, train up a child in the way you should go. And when you get old, he will not depart. He may leave, but he'll come back, or she'll come back. And those are things that you have to know that's just hurting sometimes to say the things that you must say, but you must say them. And then when you do that, you can sit back and watch the blessing. Like I said, I, one time I thought I wasn't going to live as long as I've gotten now, but I thank God because I've seen a whole lot of things. And then he blessed me too to see the blessings that I thought. This week has been a challenging week for me, emotional and physical. But then I sit back and I think and I see how God has brought people through so many things. And then when I look back over my life, I said, God, how did I come through? But I came through because of I believe and I trust in it. But sometimes when my faith begins to waver, I step back again and say, God, show me the way. And then he'll put somebody in your path. I thought about the two nieces that I talked to this week, and they gave me all of the courage, and they too brought up what you used to tell us. Those are things that will carry on. I look back at the blessings that I see through my son. My son stayed on dialysis for over 10 years. And I began to just wonder about God, will I see that he'll get all the dialysis. And then when we got down to just before he got the kidney transplant, I remember we prayed. We prayed solemn, really solemn prayer, a solemn time. It was solid. We prayed. We would get on the phone. He said, Mama, who's going to pray this morning? You or me? I said, Whichever and whoever. And I was able to see him bring back all the things and pray. And say, God, it wasn't in vain. It wasn't in vain. So I thank God for allowing me to have this time. I thank God for all of the women that stand so bold. My thing to women is to stand bold. And to say what God wants you to say. Sometimes you don't want to tell your children, your friends, and all, 
what you need to tell them, but God says you got to tell them anyway. You got to tell them anyway. And then you step back and say, God, let me. Let me see it come. So I thank God. I thank every day that God has done as well as much as he's done. I thank God that I'm able to see the things and see the blessings that come through, through family and friends. And when God, when I've done everything that you would help me to do, just receive me in your kingdom. This I ask through Jesus Christ's name. Amen. right now. The testimony, we should give God praise for that just that testimony of his healing power. Healing power, Lord. Thank you, God. I've seen too many victories to let defeat have the last word. Tell you that I've seen too many victories to let defeat have the last word. Testimony to you. 
I got victory, even though I don't look like what I've been through. I sing, and I can't let defeat have the last word. I tell you that I. Wake up in the morning. I get out of my bed, y'all. I, I put one foot before the other. Hey, yeah. I just counted victory. Yeah, my peace of mind. Yeah, I just counted victory. Yeah, all of my suffering. Every move that I make and every word that I speak, y'all, I just counted victory, yeah. All of my suffering, I said, all of my suffering, I just counted victory, yeah. I just call it victory, yeah. Heartbeat. I just counted victory. Yeah. Every time a heartbeat, I just counted victory. Yeah. All of my suffering, I said, all of my suffering, I just called it victory. Yeah. I just called it victory, yeah. Every breath that I take, every move that I make, every word that I speak, I can call it victory. I can call it victory. I can call it victory.
my heart be y'all. to him, the father of all creation, to him who divided darkness and light, to him who gave the sparrow flight, attentively he listens. God knows she's sincere, and if she cannot speak, he interprets her tears. When a God, woman seeks God, there's a trembling of the earth, hope and healing, a miracle at birth. She breathes into a soul that which it lacks then praises him for his mighty acts. When a woman seeks God, she transforms the air. More precious than a ruby is a woman in prayer. have the introduction of the speaker by Minister Taylor Hobson, followed by another selection from the choir, and then we'll
will get the bread of life by Minister Sharon Martin. Good morning, everybody. All right. Elder Sharon Martin was born, nurtured, and currently resides in Franklin, Tennessee. She acknowledged her faith in Jesus Christ under the leadership of the late Pastor Jasper Hatcher of the Locust Ridge Primitive Baptist Church and was baptized at the age of 14. She is currently a member of Locust Ridge Primitive Baptist Church where she serves under Pastor-elect Reverend Doncor Archie. Elder Martin has since dedicated her life to being a living example of the goodness and faithfulness of God. She endeavors mm -hmm. to encourage men and women foster hope in Christ and to live accordingly with the endless heights therein. Elder Martin's life experiences and the intervention of the Holy Spirit enable her to reach others with humor, warmth, transparency, and strength. She is a mother to Carlos and Demandre, a grandmother to her pride and joy, Aria, teacher, conference speaker, role model, mentor, prayer partner, and friend. She is a graduate of American Baptist College and a two-time graduate of Trevecca Nazarene University. She received her bachelor's in human resources management and her master's degree in theology and organizational leadership. Elder Martin loves Jesus and loves working with all as they discover Jesus worship him with their lives and share his glory around the world. She routinely works with women from all walks of life to help them to rediscover who they are and demonstrate in her visits to prisons, homeless shelters, and halfway houses. Elder Martin embodies a pledge to empower, encourage, enlighten, and embrace women of all ages, race, and nationalities who have been or are currently oppressed and bound by hopelessness. It is her daunting passion to give a voice to the voiceless women and remain speechless by the opportunities God affords to her to impact their journeys. Everybody reach your hand out to Elder Sharon Martin. Say, preach the word. 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 After the choir, the next voice you will hear will be none other than Elder Sharon Martin. that there is no way through 
ties will never change They haven't seen what you can do There is power in your name So much power in your name Ruth
And I believe you said it, it is done. You said it, and I believe you said it, and it is done. Can you help me sing? And I believe you said it, and it is done. You said, yes, you did. And I believe it. It's already, it's already done. You said it, and I believe. And you said it, it's already done. You said, you said it, it is done. Well, you said it, and I believe you said it, it is done. You said, yes, you did. I believe it's already done. Yes, you said, and I believe you said it, and it is.
break the unbreakable God we believe God we believe for it from the
and down to verse 39, and it says, One of the criminals hanging alongside cursed him. Some Messiah you are, save yourself, and then save us. But the other one made him shut up. Says, have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but not him. He did nothing to deserve this. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And he said, don't worry. I will. Today, you will join me in paradise. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I come, I come, God, just as humble as I know how, oh God, I come thankful and I come grateful, oh God. God, I just ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would touch these clay lips of mine, oh God, and let them say what you would have them to say, oh God. God, I just pray right now that you punish not your people for the frailty of your preacher, oh God. God, I pray as the word goes forth, oh God, that the devil will be horrified the church will be edified and oh God you will be glorified oh God now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight it is in the matchless name of Jesus the Christ I do pray amen amen and amen Again, with particular uh, emphasis on verses 42 and 43, then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And Jesus said, don't worry, I will. Today you will join me in paradise. As a tag to this scripture passage, recognizing your theme, come clean and serve God, Knowing that clean yourself up is really a figure of speech and knowing that we have an amazing, all-knowing, extremely gracious, kind God who has said he would not let anyone go without having the opportunity to hear about the salvation of the Lord. I just want to arrest your attention today for the time that is mine from the thought salvation pro bono. Salvation pro bono. If you would just look at three people around you and just help me saturate the atmosphere with that and just say he was, he was. Salvation, salvation pro bono. Pro bono. Amen. Occasionally within our judiciary branches, a case law work is undertaken with the charges waived, particularly for those who have affordability issues, for those who have extenuating circumstances and or financial insolvency. In theory, even members of the bar with the highest esteem and the best reputations and the best success ratios are not exempt, y'all, from this concession and perk. 
But now, honestly, honestly, uh, this doesn't happen very often. It, it's sporadic, if you will. But every now and then, there we find a case that's so socially injustice that we find somebody that'll say, I am going to take this case and you're not going to have to pay a thing. I'm going to do it pro bono. Now, to our fortune, Luke, Luke, the third of the four synoptic gospels, uh, penned such a case exposition. The writer Luke, as you all know, was not one of the 12 original disciples. Now, according to Colossians 4 and 14, he was occupied as a physician before accompanying Paul on their missionary journeys and collecting eyewitness accounts and details of the life of Jesus. Now, as one would expect, y'all, from, from a doctor, from a physician, Luke wrote more analytical narrative framing a consecutive story running from the preaching of John the Baptist through the courses of Jesus' ministry to his death and then his resurrection. Luke was concerned to investigate everything carefully from the beginning. Uh, you know, we need to start at the beginning before we can get to the end. Now, besides the disciple Mark, he had other sources that helped him along the way. Uh, other sayings of Jesus' stories, stories about Jesus, passionate stories about Jesus, but they didn't give him a connected story. For instance, you can only find many of the important parables in the Gospel of Luke. For example, we owe him the prodigal son. It's only in Luke's gospel. The good Samaritan, the Pharisee and the tax collector, the rich young man and, and Lazarus is only in the gospel of Luke. The, the rich fool is only in the gospel of Luke. And there are a few others. But it's this detail, y'all, that illuminates our lesson on these three men on death row. The scandal of a case involves two thieves hanging on both sides of Jesus. They both hung from the same distance from Jesus, yet they had two different results. One received a prominent gift of pro bono salvation from the world's unmatched advocate. Y'all, will you just give me a minute and walk through this text with me as we deep dive into this subject, salvation pro bono. Now, on the outset, we share, we share that salvation involves three basic elements. Let's first consider the matter of sin recognition. Sin recognition. Scripture says, and the malefactors, uh, one on the right and one on the left. Y'all, you know, it's this, this sin thing. In all fairness, it's not difficult for us to recognize some things we just should not do. Yeah, yeah. Some things we just need to avoid. 
Y'all remember back in the day when, when your parents was going to go out for a little while and they would leave you at home by yourself when you were old enough to be there? But they gave you certain instructions. They'd say, don't be playing in my living room, messing up my furniture, even though it had plastic on the couch. They, they didn't want you in there playing around. Don't be running through my kitchen because my good china is in that china cabinet and I don't want it to get broke. Don't be playing with matches while I'm gone and catching my house on fire. There was some things, y'all, that we knew that we just didn't do. We didn't play with some things. And far beyond this, sin. Sin, y'all, is one thing that we just shouldn't play with. Now, I know somebody's looking at me like, duh. We know that sin is something that you shouldn't play with. But I need you to know today that there's no little sin and there's no big sin. Trying to say you have a little sin is like us women saying we're a little pregnant. It ain't no such thing as being a little bit pregnant. Either you're pregnant or you're not. And no matter how hard you try to hide that thing, in a minute it's going to grow and it's going to grow and it's going to grow and everybody going to know that you're pregnant. And that's the same way it is with sin. If you keep on sinning and sinning and sinning, that thing's going to grow, it's going to grow, and it's going to grow, and everybody going to watch you live in sin. Whether you attempt to conceal it or not. Now, if you notice when children, 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 they're innocent when they come into this world, but, but we don't teach them sin, y'all. They just fall into it by themselves. You know, they do something wrong, and it's really not a big deal, but they don't want to disappoint you, and they don't want to make you mad, so they end up telling you what we would call a, a little a white lie. We didn't teach them to do that. But that's what they do. And that's why Proverbs reminds us to bend the sap while it's young. I don't know about you, but my mama didn't believe in that get in time out kind of thing. She knew what it meant to bend the sap while it was young. You have to keep a handle on this sin thing, y'all. Because sin soils and spoils, it chokes and provokes, it tarnishes and it punishes, it itches and it switches, y'all. Sin ripples and it cripples, it dashes and it crashes. We've got to keep a handle on this sin thing, y'all. Ultimately, if you follow the S in sin, oh, it's going to take you to an end that you don't want to be a part of. See, sin brings about sorrow, and sorrow brings about suffering, and suffering brings about sadness, and sadness brings about sickness, and sickness brings about death. And the word of God tells me in Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death. The problem is not the S or the N. It's the I. Oh, somebody elbow your neighbor and say, it's me. It's me, oh Lord. Standing in the deep. That prayer. See, you got to be careful with those words with the I in the middle. 
lie, L-I-E. Pride, P-R-I-D-E. Mix, M-I-X. And they're sin again, S-I-N. You got to watch that stuff that places I in the middle. See, but the solution is simple. You can keep the S and you can keep the N. Get rid of that I and replace it with an O. The Son, Jesus, is the answer to all of your problems. The Gospel of John 8 and 36 tells me whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Whom the Son, do I have anybody here that know you're free? That know God has set you free? They know everything to happen that the devil meant for your bad. That God. One day, as I recalled my own sin, ooh, we all knew it was a lot of them. Some I knew about and did knowingly, and some I didn't know about. Ah, uh, but one day I recalled my sin, and I said, God, ooh, what did you do with all that sin? He said, Girl, I done wrote it all down for you. I let you know in the word. If you go to my word, you'll find out what I did with your sin. So I went to the word and I looked in Psalms in 32. And it tells me that he covered my sins. Job 14 tells me that he put my sins in a bag and he buried the bag. Micah 7 tells me he put my sins into the depth of the sea. Colossians tells me that he took my sins to a place called Calvary. Hebrews tells me that he purged my sins. Hebrews 8 says he remembered my sins no more. And 1 Peter tells me he bore our sins upon him. 1 John says he washed them away. He says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You see, with salvation, pro bono, God gives us a get-out-of-jail-free card. It's not earned. It's not worked for. It's a free gift from our Father. Let, let's just shout it together. The first step is sin, sin. Recognition. recognition. Uh, we got to know that when we're doing wrong, and then do something about it. So, 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 a recognition of sin is needed. And following that, we need a change of mind about repentance. So let's, let's examine ourselves uh, with some self-repentance. Self-repentance. The scripture says, but the other one made him shut up. Have you no fear of God? You're getting the same as him. We deserve this, but not him. He did not do nothing to deserve this. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. Now, y'all, these two malefactors, these two criminals, these two thieves, these two felons, these two lawbreakers, misfits, these, these sinners, these, those, them. 
You know, we could all put our name right there. Because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We're all guilty just because you ain't got caught yet. Don't mean that you're without sin. Ah, I know I'm right about it. <laughs> they're, they're hanging on the cross. Now get this, they're both receiving the identical punishment. But like children on the playground, they're out there throwing mud and arguing, throwing mud at each other, trying to see who's going to take the top rank. You're both getting the same thing. But have you ever noticed those of you that have siblings? I don't have siblings, but I've watched my cousins. Some of them I ain't here today. Uh, <laughs> do a few of these things. You know, they grow up in the same house. They have the same parents. They're taught the same values. They go to the same school. They go to the same church, but they end up being different. These two thieves had different agendas also. The one on the left only had one agenda. Oh, that was, thou shalt not get caught. <laughs> There's some people that no matter what you catch them in, they don't want to change. That was a story of a pig. Y'all know how pigs, they, they live in filth. He had been in this filth for so long, lying around in all this dirt, doing the same old thing day in and day out, that he was no longer able to smell the stench. And that's how some of us do when we refuse to change. We keep on doing the same thing over and over again till we forget that it's wrong. We lie on folks so long. We cuss so long. We talk about folk behind their back so long. We do this, that, and the other for so long that we forget how bad it is. This thief, this thief was still picking on Jesus on the cross. Now here it is, you in your last dying days. And you can't find nothing better to do than to pick on somebody that has your life in their hands. Let me just slide this in there quickly, y'all. We got to be careful of hooking up with folk that don't never want to change. I mean... I'd be the first one to say I ain't been saved, filled with the Holy Ghost all my life. And I can remember back in the days going to the club. And some of y'all were over on Hard Bargain right there with me. And we'd walk in there with our little purple bags, with our crown royal sacks. And we sat down and we asked them people if they could give us a setup. We wanted some ice and we wanted something to mix our alcohol with. Do y'all know that we still got people 65 and 75 years old still walking around with their purple crown royal bags, still going to the same places, doing the same thing? Hey, I don't know about you, but it's for me and my house. We gonna serve the Lord. Excuse me, y'all, I know we don't need to spend that much time on this dude on the left-hand side because it ain't nothing we can do about those folks that don't ever want to change. 
But on the other hand, we had a thief on the right. This thief was a little bit different. Likewise, he was a convicted thief and sentenced to a cross hanging. But something happened to him on his way to the cross <laughs> and when he was placed on the cross. Unlike the thief that only had regret, this thief had repentance in his heart. Repentance means a changed mind about yourself, about your sin, and about the Savior. The repentant mind tells me, okay, girl, you done got yourself in this whole big old mess by yourself. Because we got free will to make our own choices. We can't be blaming on Sally Sue and Joe Blow and Sister Watermelon. We make up our own mind to do what we do. Jesus said in the Gospel of Matthew 16 and 24, we must deny ourselves. But if we're honest, y'all, <laughs> we lack in this area. Come on, come on, sisters. I need y'all to help me out. I know, I know I'm not going to get any cool points for this, sisters, but I need y'all to help me out. Many of us have so many shoes in our closet that we can't even wear. We got clothes in our closet that we can't even wear. We have charged up Dillard's and Macy's and belts. We are so far in debt because we are buying stuff that we can't afford to impress people that we don't even like. of self <laughs> I know I'm right about it child <laughs> it's a full time job to keep yourself in check you heard it said don't come sweeping around my front door sweep around your own cause if you take care of your business you won't have time to worry about mine <laughs> Hey, we got to get out of self, y'all. Legend has it there was an old snake, and the snake crawled up the tree, and when he got up the tree, he noticed there was a tail on the other side of the tree, and he started to attack that tail, only to find out that it was his own tail. See, there are times when folk be too busy looking at the splinter in your eye that they can't see the plank that's in their eyes. You need to deny yourself. Oh, you know, we got some folks that think it's a fairy tale. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Oh, you just walk by the mirror just to get a good look at your pretty self. Hey, but I need you to know that just because it looks good on the outside, you can be jacked up, toe up from the floor up. On the inside, you got to be careful not to fall in love with yourself to the point that it's in vain 
that people don't like you because you care too much about you. What was it then that changed this man on the cross? Oh, that's such a good question. And perhaps the man on the right objected to how the man on the left was treating him. Perhaps it was because of the kindness of Jesus. Because with everything going on, Jesus never said a mumbling word. But maybe, just maybe, it was because he was in the proximity of Jesus. Because see, when being close to Jesus will change you. Uh, the old saints would say, I couldn't see nothing. But I felt a change in me. Oh, I know y'all heard that Williams Brothers song. I couldn't see nothing. I, I can't sing, but I know the song. But I felt a change in me. See, when you have the presence of Jesus, you have his possession, you have his power, and you have his promise. The scripture says there was a woman that had been bleeding for 12 long years. But then when she got into the proximity of Jesus, her bleeding dried up. It said there was a Roman guard in the garden of Gethsemane. When he got into the proximity of Jesus, he had his ear reattached. It tells me it was a man and the cemetery was his address. He had a conversation with Jesus. And when he had the conversation with Jesus, he was in the proximity of Jesus. And Jesus took those demons and put them into the herd of pigs. I don't know about you, but oh, there's nothing like being in the presence of the Lord. Even nature collided with Jesus. The wind and the sea had to halt in their steps because they were in the proximity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Somebody help me say self-repentance. One more point and I'm in my seat. Not only do we need sin recognition and self-repentance, but lastly, we need a savior confession. A savior confession. The scripture says, then he said, Jesus, remember me when you enter your kingdom. And he said, don't worry, I will. Today you will join me in paradise. A changed mind. Initially, these two thieves appeared to be the same. But something happened, y'all. Can you shout, something happened? Yes, suddenly the thief on the right said, leave him alone. Can I let you in on a little secret? Uh, he wasn't the first one that couldn't find any fault with Jesus. 
he actually joined the chorus of folks that was thinking about uh, no fault finding in Jesus. Pilate's wife was over there in the soprano section saying, I can find no fault in him. And here comes Pilate himself in the tenor section saying there's no fault in him. Even Judas himself, after betraying Jesus, tried to give the money back, said, I have betrayed the innocent blood of Jesus. Even Judas could find no fault in Jesus. He's been good to us, ain't he, y'all? He's been better than good, ain't he, y'all? Oh, do I have anybody in here that can confess that there's no fault in Jesus? Can anybody in here testify that they can find no fault in Jesus? I don't know about you, but I've got that testimony that every time I turn around, the Lord keeps on blessing me. I've got that testimony that they counted me out. They said I wasn't going to be anything. They said I would never amount to nothing. But the God I served had a whole different idea. He picked me up, turned me around, set both feet on a solid foundation. I don't know about you today. Who would serve? A God, a like that. He's Adam's redeemer. He's Abel's vindicator. He's Abraham's sacrifice. He's Noah's ark. He's God and God all by himself. He's the prince of princes. He's the will in the middle of a will. He's the balm of Gilead. He's the lily of the valley. The bright and the morning star. He's God, y'all. He's God, y'all. He's God, y'all. Ain't nobody like him. Always has been. Always will be. Set up from everlasting. He is God. He's a bridge hey! over troubled waters. He's a way maker, rubber's keeper, chain breaker. Do you know him? Do you know Jesus? He gave the dog his bark, the cat his fur, the worm his wiggle. Do you know Jesus? Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Ain't nobody do me like the Lord. He's God. And he's God all by himself. And y'all know I just got to say this because right through here, I initially got a little bit mad at this man. Man on the right. Because I said, how dare you? You don't have to go to church. You didn't have to go to these business meetings and get talked about. You didn't have to put in no tithes. You didn't have to have no right hand of fellowship. You didn't have to do nothing but just tell Jesus about it. And then I thought about my life. Wow! And I look back over my life. 
brand new mercies every day. I ain't got to be mad at him. Because oh! he's the same God now. And the same God then. What God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. May not come when you want it, but he's always on time. You may think he's late. You may think he's forgot about you, but he's always right on time. If he gives you what you ask for before you're ready you ain't gonna be able to keep it he prepares you to do all things well he prepares you to do all things well it's been said that there was a man and he made it to the pearly gates of heaven and when he got there, the angel came and she said, what you standing here for? Go on in, you made it. And he said, I don't want to go in by myself. And just then he saw a group dressed in white headed his way. He said, who is that? And the angel said, oh, those are the prophets of old. He said, I can't go in with them because I'm not a prophet. He looked back and he saw another group headed toward the gates, all dressed in white. And he looked at the angel, he said, who is that? And he said, oh, those are the apostles that knew. He said, well, I can't go in with them. I'm not an apostle. He looked back and he saw another group coming, all dressed up in white. And he said, who are they? And the angel said, those are the ones that died prematurely. You know, they drowned in a lake or they fell from an airplane. They were shot in the middle of the street. He said, oh, I can't go in with them because that ain't how I died. Oh, but then he looked back and he saw another. Oh, it was a number that man cannot number. Hey, they was all dressed up in white. Oh, Rahab was leading the bunch. You know, Rahab was the prostitute, y'all, that hid the spies for the children of Israel. Right behind her was David. You know King David, right? He's the one that killed a man because he had laid with his wife. And right behind him was the thief that had just died on the cross. And he asked the angel, who are those people? And the angel said, oh, those are the sinners that were saved by grace. The man took off running. He was trying to get in that number. The angel said, where you going? Or what you doing? He said, that's my group. I may not be able to go in or with the apostles. I may not be able to go in or with the prophets. I may not be able to go in with the one that lost their life too soon, but I am a sinner saved 
by grace, amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. Hey, what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, how precious is the flow that can make me white as snow. No other fountain that I know. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood. It had to be the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood for me. One day when I was lost, he died on the cross. I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, I know. It was the blood for me. I searched all over, couldn't find nobody. Searched high and low, couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater. Cause he saw the best in me. When everyone else could only see the worst in me. I had fainted lest I believed that I could see the goodness of the Lord while in the land of the living. Oh y'all I know ain't nobody greater ain't nobody greater than the Lord ain't nobody greater the Lord is my strength and my life whom shall I fear. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I be afraid? When my enemies, even my foes, come up against me to eat up my flesh, they stumble and they fail. Because I got a great advocate, salvation pro bono. Was given, hey! Was given to me because of that bloodshed over 2,000 years ago. He's given us another chance to do what we couldn't do by ourselves. I don't know about you today, but I feel good. Ooh. I feel better than good. Ooh. Knowing that somebody loves me so much <laughs> that they can look me past my faults. They can look past my pants. And they can give me another chance. They don't talk about you. They don't lie on you. They don't go on Snapchat. They don't go on Facebook. Who would serve 
a God like that, just remember that no matter how low you get, you'll never get too low for God to pick you up. May God bless you and may he forever keep you is my prayer. Father, give us the grace to receive what you have delivered. Cause us, to, oh Lord God, to move without ourselves and in your grace and mercy. We thank you for your preached word. Now let it affect our hearts and cause us to move appropriately according to your will. In Jesus' name. Amen. As the choir sings, we invite you to Christian discipleship. If you're here and you do not know the Lord or you have not confessed him to be your Lord and Savior, if you have backslidden, if you run away from God, now's a moment for you to run to him. Or if you have just been without a church home and you're looking for a place where you can get the proper guidance and get someone that cares about you, then we invite you to come as the choir sings. desire to come. come. There's room at the cross. 
she has said, who wouldn't serve a God that looks beyond your fall, sees all your needs? We're talking about a God that is able to heal and deliver. We're talking about a God that loves you in spite of, that makes a way out of no way. We're talking about a God that says, here I am, just come to me. Come to the Lord. come there's still room at the cross remember it's salvation pro bono the Bible according to Romans 10 and 9 it says if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and God rose him from the dead the Bible says, Thy shall, whoever comes, thy shall be saved in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Confess it with your mouth. Believe it in your heart. The question is to you.
Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Come on, I, 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 can, I, I believe it's bigger than that in here. Come on, I, I need to hear somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I died. You saved my soul. Ain't God good? Somebody ought to praise the name of the Lord in this place. I love the Lord. He heard my cry and pitied every groan. While long as I live and trouble rise, I hasten to God's throne. Somebody ought to say, Yeah, yeah, ain't God alright? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm. I got business to attend to. Mm. <sighs> Y'all, excuse me. <laughs> if I act up in here, just yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be when <laughs> uh, rejoicing. <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. I stand with Cheryl. Am I saying that right? She has come with her heart fixed and her mind made up. She says she wants to unite with this baptized believers because she has been buried and resurrected in by the blood of Jesus. She comes by Christian experience. What say you, Limestone? Do you receive her as a fellow Christian? You know, we do something around here. We call it a victory walk. You know how to do a victory walk? Walk back there and come back up here. Come on, get there a victory walk. fishing because you don't ever know what's on the end of the line now now y'all bear with me but I gotta get to pronounce it Flamont Flamont LaRue that sounds pretty there I gotta tell you my soul is happy because he comes by Christian experience and he comes to unite with this body of baptized believers. Limestone, what say you? Come on, Fulamon. You know what to do.
ain't he cool? See how slow he did it. talk to you about this is his sister her name is Ann she told me she is the mother of this wonderful disciple don't they look alike now she comes by Christian experience she desires to unite with the body of the limestone as a baptized believer. What say you, limestone? Let's, 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 let's. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. Look at somebody, slap them high five and say, it's real. It's real. Slap them and tell them, it's real. What is real? It's real what I feel. I feel it down in my soul. I am somebody. Y'all gonna make me act crazy up in here. in that city I am blessed in the field everybody knows that everybody's real ain't he real in my soul ain't he real in my soul ah he's blessed in the city he's blessed in the field ain't all about my God he Always real. Oh, tell somebody that he is always real. My Jesus is. He's always real. I am blessed in the city. I am blessed in the field. Y'all believe? 
So we would like to say happy birthday to all of our October babies. A couple of announcements. God's Golden Generation Choir Rehearsal will be 1026, which is this Thursday at 6 o'clock p.m. We are asking that all of God's Golden Generation Choir members come out. There will also be a meeting for God's Golden Generation. Um, the age for that is 55 and up, and that will be October 29th after service that's next sunday um we will have god's learning youth lab lab youth day sorry november 11th at the 11 o'clock hour we are asking that all of our youth come out for that that will be on november 11th at the 11 o'clock hour men are from ohio and matthew 25 will be november 18th at 9 o'clock a.m and for those who served yesterday we would like to thank everybody who came out for that, um, we never want to forget and or leave out those that are on our sick and shut in and the bereaved families because we do know that prayer changes things. Here recently, our very own Mother Davis got acknowledged by the White House for her birthday. Um, if anyone is interested, any of our seasoned saints are interested in that, you can see Sister Swift if you want to get recognized as well. Amen. Amen. Y'all like to excuse my manners, but when God steps in, uh, I'll just say it right in the beginning 
if I fail to recognize anyone or say anything I should have said, please charge it to my head, not my heart. But I want to, first of all, have you to thank God for the word that he sent by this powerful woman. Thank you for the preached word for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Join me in thanking the mistress of ceremony, Sister Sharon. And I am so very thankful that I am acquainted with the women of this house and those that have come to be with them. So I would ask you to give a hand to all the women for yourself, what you've done to them. And finally, I, I just want for God to be glorified so in doing that, I ask you all to thank God for all of you that have come to join with us. I would, most of the people who would know me would tell you this is a very seldom moment where I, I'm really just without words. God has truly blessed this and I am thankful that I have been a part of the worship today. It's never too late for you to make up your mind about serving God. He opened doors that no man can close. So whether it be now or five minutes from now or five hours or five days or five years you make your call and your election sure don't let anybody rob you of what God has given you amen now we invite all of you to stay in fellowship with us and while you're fellowshipping we have prepared some items for you to physically partake of to to feed you and to keep you uh, in some sense of strength and activity but in doing so it would be necessary for me to bless this food so if you'll stand with me as I prepare to close out we'll bless the food and extend the benediction I want to thank again two people that have worked diligently everybody has so as I said, I don't want to forget anybody, but I do want to say Joyce and Kendra, and I'm certain Joyce and the key, thank you so much for what you've done. I appreciate it. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for the food that we are about to receive. We ask you to bless those who prepared it those who are about to partake of it. And 
We ask that you allow us to use the energies that we gain from it to glorify you. We give thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. God has spoken. Let the church say amen. guests go first. Amen. Allow our guests to go first. Oh, and be in prayer, please, for services for Miss Cleo will be this Saturday. Amen.